Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And today we are joined by the fabulous Carolyn Robertson. Welcome. Good evening. Now, Carolyn, you are a mother of two, an author, a teacher and a blogger. I am. And your blog is called Sparkly Poo. It is, yes. Very nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How did you come up with the name? Um, Because my youngest son um, shits glitter. Oh, (laughs) wow. Is he a unicorn? (laughs) That sounds amazing. No, bless him. um, He's got a bit of an issue with with, um, colourful, pretty objects and paint and crayons and anything, really. And he, he imbibes it. And the first time it happened, it was um, it was green poo. I was like, bloody hell. And then the next time, um, it was red poo, which was really frightening. Uh, and then finally, it was sparkly poo. So then I got wind of what was going on. And uh, yeah. Oh, all the colours of the rainbow. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's still going on. Even now in nursery at school, he's still... My, if it's any consolation, my uh, younger brother, who has now survived to the age of 31, also did that when he was... He once ate... Um, so my dad was a stand-up comedian. And as part of his act, he wore like dealy boppers with like sparkly red glitter balls. It was very, very funny. Um, so he wore these things. And he left them on the bed one day and my baby brother got hold of them and ate them and sure enough did a poo like the ruby slippers <laughs> it was amazing and he's and he's turned out fine you never know yeah he's cut right down now no. so yeah he's fine but, um I, I saw on facebook which is which is always a great source of information that mm. you can actually buy capsules that if you take these capsules then you can have a sparkly shit. so there you go why would you want that and who would you share that with there are I, people out there really <laughs> i sort of want to do that i think it sounds like a fun evening in i'm not sure i would invite anyone around to share it but i think that sounds like a few hours of me time i could really get on board with Backing that out some kryptonite <laughs> Great, nice, nice. Well, that sets the tone. And and uh, and and hello to the new listeners. <laughs> we may <laughs> miss still listening. I don't think wow. so. But I'll count that as a download. Um, so so uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast, um, I'm Helen and I'm a mother of two. I have a six-year-old Matilda and a three-year-old Hugo. And I have a husband, Will. And I think on the first podcast, we talked about how I loved him most of the time. <laughs> about 75%. So I thought I would update that. Oh, what's that? Where are oh, we now? I reckon about 80%. Oh. We've just been on holiday, Ellie. Are you going to oh. tell us something about your sex life, Helen? <laughs> Only if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I 
exactly. That's why you said that. It was her anniversary. Oh, yeah. the last time you had sex. Yeah. <laughs> Once a year, car oh. holding a sheet, and off you go. Lovely, to lovely time. Oh, did you? Was it nice then? It was. was it, it was very pleasant. Was it picnic sex? It was picnic oh, sex. Oh, this is Helen's uh, phrase that she uses well, for nice, certain... gentle vanilla. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. vanilla, yeah. vanilla sex. Like, yes, yeah. nothing too grunty. No, <laughs> you don't like monster trucks. No so. elbows. No, yeah. no knees. Just I like a picnic on a monster truck. Now, yeah, okay. But, so, uh, but, no, so, so I'm, I'm about eighty percent. How about you? What's, what, what's your situation? Oh, actually, quite high because yeah. um, of of recent events. So, mm. um, yeah, again, if you're if you're just listening, I, I I just had a baby a little while ago, and he was two months premature, um, and the whole thing has been pretty traumatic. Uh, obviously, but um, it has actually meant that Pete and I have spent more time together in the last sort of month oh. than we have in about four years. Because so, <laughs> we're going back to the hospital all the time mm. all together. And my mum's been brilliant looking after Charlie for us, so we we go on our own. And yeah, we've spent loads of time together, and um, some of it rowing. I won't lie to you. <laughs> it's a very tense, stressful. Don't go situation. changing. Don't go yeah, changing yeah. things. But also, it's been... We've had some real laughs. I mean, that sounds awful. Like, oh, we go to the hospital. We go to the neonatal unit. It's hilarious. It's Brrr. like, carry on, doctor. Oh, we laugh and laugh and laugh. You put in silly hats on the top. <laughs> That's right. We go around all the babies, drawing little moustaches in the incubators. They're marvellous. Um, little Adolf. Yeah. <laughs> Fu Minchu. <laughs> Yeah, so, yes. so I would say we're at a pretty high percentage less. Yeah. What about you, Carolyn? How's your marriage? We've just met. I'll just ask you that. How's your relationship? It's lovely, thank you. Oh, good it, girl. It is. It's, it's lesbian bliss. Oh, how nice. Uh, do you want to put a, uh, a percentage on it or...? Uh, right now, um, uh, 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 right now, <laughs> Vicky is currently at home doing her penance, which is sock heaven. So she's got all the socks. I found all the socks I could in the house and left them all over <laughs> the dining room table and said, pair them. So, oh, so yeah, like so she's got sock heaven to deal with, or sock hell. Um, sock so, mountain. <laughs> sock mountain. <laughs> As someone who's quite anal, that does sound like my idea of heaven. I love that. That's, again, that's a great evening in for me. That just sounds like my house. Uh, yeah. like can, can I do your socks? I you can, do your can socks. do everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> I label them as please, well, left and right. Please. They're all black now. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Um, anyway, so so welcome to the podcast. Now, tell us about your family. Um, there's four of us: there's, mm-hmm. um, myself and Vicky, my wife, and we've got two boys. So Biff is seven, mm-hmm. and he's currently away on a school journey uh, for four days. But we're being updated on Twitter, which is really exciting. Oh, so by, by the school or by by, by the school? By oh, him, yeah. mum, mum. Well. So, yeah, every day we get updated with little pictures of what they're doing and yay you got to the top of the climbing wall today so well done son um, oh, that's nice and isn't it Stephen Fry's retweeted <laughs> it <laughs> very exciting go Biff go <laughs> yay and, and we have another little boy uh, Buster who is now four so your boys are adopted they uh, are yeah when did they come to live with you Biff came to us when he was eight months old so he was very tiny mm. and uh, Buster was nearly two um, so it was quite a big difference between taking on board an eight-month-old and a two-year-old, actually. Um, we got all the milestones with Biff as well because um, he he could barely sit when we first got him. He was just at that whoa stage of <laughs> falling backwards off the cushions. Um, but So we had all the first steps, first words, first teeth. And um, it was an amazing experience. It almost We kind of forget that we didn't give birth to him. Mm. Whereas Buster, because he was uh, nearly two... 
it was a different experience because he was walking, um, talking, he was moving around into everything. So, yeah, very different experiences, but both brilliant. Mm. Mm. Did it take him longer to settle then? Was he more aware that he'd had... Much longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely much longer. And he... um, I think he struggled with us for the... Definitely... Well, it was a honeymoon period, and then after that, he really struggled for the first... Probably say eight nine months, and um, and he still it's still issues come up now, and it wasn't as smooth running as as um, as our first son, but uh, yeah, they're both they're great boys. So how did you how did you reach a decision to adopt? Was it something you both always wanted to do? Or? No, uh, it was my choice. Uh, basically, uh, I'd, I'd always wanted to be a mum. I think um, probably after by the time I hit thirty, it was something that was important to me. Um, and I, when I first met Vicky, she was adamant she did not want to have children. That was just her thing. There was no way. Um, so I worked on her. <laughs> I <wore laughs> down. And uh, yeah, uh, in the end, I actually tried to um, uh, make a baby with a gay friend. And, uh, and we were successful, but sadly lost the baby. But throughout that process, Vicky was more and more on board and a bit more supportive and a bit more getting her head around what she wanted. And um, we had a discussion after I lost the baby, which was a positive discussion in that um, she said, actually, why don't we do this together? Why don't we adopt? It would be uh, a lot more equitable. I'd feel more on board. Mm. And um, I think she was kind of worried about the idea of me being like a birth mum with another person involved. It would be like a three-way relationship, and she didn't want that. Mm. And and so from that discussion, uh, yeah, we then... Uh, contacted an adoption agency and uh, actually it was Southwark Council first and then we went to Sutton and why did you why did you switch because um, because I'm a teacher in Southwark and they were worried it was a a conflict of interest if I was um, to adopt from Southwark oh really yeah yeah, so we moved to Sutton and also we were told we were too white (laughs) (laughs) right and there weren't any white babies in in, um, Southwark so I was confused about that. So now, is, is, is it easier for gay parents to adopt now? Yeah, well, the law changed before. You couldn't. And um, I don't know the exact year it happened. I'm thinking it was probably about 11 years ago that the law changed to allow um, same-sex couples to adopt. And that was largely because the amounts of children in care, um, I think the statistics are about 162,000. It's like a massive amount wow, of children yeah. in the care system. And they just could not generate enough adopters through the um, heterosexual community. And also, with all the kind of IVF fertility treatments that are around, it just means that there's this burgeoning population of kids who are um, looked after, who have been removed from their homes, and um, and not enough uh, carers or adopters, potential adopters, to take them on board. So it kind of was sensible to um, open it up to the LGBT community. You, you came about by deciding together that you wanted to adopt a child, and, and then what were the sort of first steps then? Uh, you go on a preparation course where you meet um, other potential adopters. So you're assigned a social worker, and the social worker yeah. then comes and interviews you and turns your life apart. <laughs> uh, you, you have a massive form to, f- to, to fill out that they, they do with you, and uh, you talk about your life, your, your past history, your, your, um, how you were parented, and why you want to be a parent. And it's, it's quite intrusive. Mm. But at the same time, I think necessary because at the end of the day, most children who are adopted are adopted because they um, have been removed from their birth family and they come with issues Um, and they can be um, quite, you know, quite mild issues, uh, quite far reaching issues, emotional, Mm. behavioural. But it's kind of important that you know what you're letting yourself in for. 
So knowing what you know now, looking back, is that kind of is that the biggest piece of advice you would have for people considering this? Yeah, to be realistic, and and also I think throughout the process, and actually now looking back at it as a as a as a as a parent um, with with school age kids as well, is um, it's just knowing that you that potentially not always, but potentially your child is just a little bit different, and the difference is that they are part of another family, and they'll always be part of another family. Um, and they are also part of your family, but kind of acknowledging that difference mm. and um, and being aware and sensitive to that. And also, there's difference in terms of when children are moved and and removed, and often if they've had um, a past where they've been neglected or abused, it impacts on how they are in um, in, in a school environment, in a nursery environment. And it's important uh, to try and not judge or gauge your child against other children as well and that's been a big learning curve for me and one of the hardest things mm. actually that's something i'm still working on myself <laughs> yeah actually yeah. you know but, yeah. you can't gauge and judge and i'm sure there's loads of other people with lots of different um, ex- life experiences and it's a similar thing but um mm. yeah I, i've stopped i've stopped kind of gauging my my sons against um other, other kids in their peer group because actually there's no point no. That's like Hugo and Charlie are just equally mental, aren't they? They're just <laughs> both very well, that's violent. It. Yeah, Ellie, Ellie and I, um, our our two boys were born eleven days apart by the same midwife. Wow, I thought and you were going to say the same dad thing. That'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> that's like we've very been close. with one dad. Uh, it's very very good. Uh, <laughs> that's it. So, but it is. I mean, like we're having you get the judgy eyes of of mums and dads and the 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 teeth sucking, don't you? Go, yeah, yeah. which is always pleasant, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. think you're part of this lovely community when you're 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 a mum, and it's like, no, it's not not quite like that. Mm-mm. And I, I think I, I was I reading about in the in your blog, Sparkly Poo. I just, I just want an opportunity to say parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, about you, especially with your first child, Biff, going along to um, mothers' groups, and there's this thing about you know breastfeeding mothers have their little click, and the mm. NCT group have their little click, mm. and you do. If you're not part of those cliques, you can feel mm. very. It was isolated. really hard. To, it was hard to break into them as well, and I yeah. didn't really have any common common ground of, of, of like you know I couldn't have any boob talk because I hadn't done that. You just get I your boobs have out any... anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like a... <laughs> I couldn't do boob talk, couldn't do scar talk, couldn't do bump talk. I couldn't do any of that. And then yeah. and then the, similarly, um, it, it, the other thing was he didn't look anything like me, so I used to get I bet Dad's blonde. Oh. Oh. And I was like, where do I start? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was quite tricky those, yeah. those first few months, and very isolating because none of my um, uh, uh, friends were, were around really because I'd already done the baby thing. Because mm-hmm. I was quite, uh, I was what, 38 by the time um, Biff arrived, and most of my friends had had their babies in the early mid 30s, um, and they were all at school, so I was kind of on my own with it, and um, and that was that that was hard, and I didn't, yeah, not having the NCT thing though, the connections, um, it was difficult. Mm. little tip for you just going back to the you know it does look like his dad thing a little game I like to play just to see the look on people's face and they go oh doesn't he look like his dad mm. I go yeah of course we'll never really know who the father is <laughs> that shuts them up sets them on their way that's I'll the end of that, that. tedious I conversation yeah that's you can time. have that so I guess so you and Vicky you decided to do the adoption thing you went through all the processes <laughs> and you had visitations as well was not it a bit from spirits? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's that? It's a 
the Marilyn and Elvis came to us and they said you must adopt a child. <laughs> That's what it did sound like. Sorry, we didn't have we... visitations. We didn't have... I'm just doing an oral reading. You see, now I can feel that. Don't know who you say. Um, I'll say hashtag and you'll throw up. Oh, <laughs> you say hashtag again, I'll throw you out my ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. so sorry, guests. We, did, we didn't have any visitation, so no, we're, 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 <laughs> or calling. <laughs> None of but okay. every now and again, a social worker would pop around and, right. um, and give us a bit of a grilling mm. over something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, they just kind of come around and ask you questions and inspect um, how many empty bottles you have in your recycling <laughs> bin, which we hid because we were wise to this and we actually yes. we were actually told by one. Wow, they actually do that. Yeah, they mm. did. Our, our social worker actually said um, uh, we were talking about how we would celebrate our. Um, our news oh the and twist we, in the question yeah, isn't it? yeah. we said oh we definitely would we'd, we'd, we'd uh, pop open some champagne and she's well you do know we are monitoring your alcohol intake and oh I was my like, god right okay <laughs> so the next thing um, next time she came around all the recycling <laughs> back garden <laughs> Wow. Hidden. Helen, you and I would never be allowed to adopt a child. No, well, this is it. This is it. You know, yeah. I had sex for 10 minutes and then I had a baby. 10? <laughs> Ten. Ten, yeah. <laughs> Good night in. Yeah. Um. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the so the price is, how long does it actually take sort of from go to woe? Um, well, the, the, oh, that, that was so sensitive. nice. So sensitive. Go to, to woe. I just heard what you said. Go to no, she's Australian. She just says these expressions. Just, just let it go. Honestly, you'll drive yourself nuts. Go to this is how they talk on Women's Hour. I've been this is in Australia. Australia. Hi, I'm Jane Garvey. Is that what she says? Yeah. Welcome. And go to work. Okay. Yeah. Tell us about your bed. Uh-huh. Keep it clean. Keep them clean. <laughs> I've yeah. completely lost what you were talking Sorry. about. Sorry. Okay. We okay, so, about... so I'll rephrase it. Mm. Ellie, Ellie will edit out anything I say that's inappropriate. So, so <laughs> eight um... minute podcast. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so, so from making the decision to adopt to bringing home your beautiful baby. Yes. How long? How long was that? Um, actually, it was quite quick. It was under a year. I think it was about ten months. Oh, amazing! So it was quite quick. Yeah. And um, the recent legislation from the government is that it's going to be um, eight months max for adopters. Oh, really? Oh, amazing. It is amazing. But the flip side of it is, actually, the whole process, I think, needs to be quite long Mm. because you need to do quite a lot of soul-searching and prep for it because it's different different from having um, a birth child Mm. in that you don't have the nine months of prep and you don't have the nine months of... uh, um, getting your kind of body, mind, everything mm, mm. Um, ready. It, it, it's it's quite quick, it, um, and you can get a phone call once you've been approved, and it can be right uh, in three weeks' time where introductions start. Like, um, wow, wow. Ah, what I think is quite good about the the whole process is um, it's not like you get to cherry pick. You don't get a mm. kind of booklet of. Um, of children it's not like the Bowden catalogue it's not like no. that although that's quite a good idea <laughs> no um, uh, basically you you have to look at a profile of a child without any any pictures initially mm. and to see if if you're going to be um, a good match with that child and they're going to be a good match for you and it's it's all written information and we weren't actually given the picture of Biff until we said yes we would like to adopt this child oh, wow. so it was quite late into the process mm. 
And we did, we got this little picture and it was the most coveted picture ever mm. and the most scanned and handed round and uh, everybody had a picture of this, 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 this little boy. And when you, when you first looked at it, did you, did you get a wave of, that's my baby, that's my child? Yeah, I sobbed. We, really? we, basically we got the picture and we're like, <laughs> we just disappeared and went to, we went to the pub actually and we just looked at it and just looked at it and looked at it and looked at it and, yeah. and yeah, um, and also because, you know, I'd spent so long wanting to be a mum. And trying to be a mum, uh, you know, through um, uh, conventional-ish methods, uh, that when actually we did see this little boy, it suddenly became real. And it, yeah, it was a fantastic feeling, really fantastic. Aww. You're properly well enough. <laughs> oh, oh, I know, I know it's, it's, so, it's so lovely. So jet lagged. <laughs> oh, no, it's lovely. It's Pom- really... Pom-poms. <laughs> I'm always like this, um, but no, it's it's really lovely. And so, so in terms of preparation, I mean, because obviously a lot of us when who have had birth children, we do preparation course, and everyone mm. nags at you as soon mm. as you see a bump. Mm. Um, people go, "Oh, you've got to do this, and you've got to do that." Mm. And I loved it in your blog that you talked about you going, "Oh shit, we haven't changed nappies," and you bought some big teddies, and then were. Practicing we did, yeah. Nappy yeah. changing on teddies because as well. we went, yeah, we went to the um, the foster carers, and um, the first time we, we met uh, Biff, and and then she made a joke of, oh, he, you know, he's he's done a he wants to change his nappy. We're like, ah. and because we're only there for the first hour, we didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, but then I got back home that night and said to Vic, oh God, I've never changed a nappy before. How do you do it? <laughs> and she's like, oh, of course I know, <laughs> but she didn't. Um, and so, actually, it was one of her teddies. It was one of those like, really massive ones that she had from being a small child. Mm. So we got some nappies, um, tiny pampers, and we actually spent half an hour practicing, like, which way does it go around? <laughs> we look really oh. professional in front of the foster care. Like, yes. of course, I've changed so many nappies. <laughs> in um, the last 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So what made you decide to start writing a blog about your experiences? Um, because I, when I first adopted, I didn't find that there were many resources to kind of support me 
uh, through the process. Um, Do you mean as a gay parent specifically or just as yeah, an adoptive parent? Yeah, actually, yeah. I, th- I think the common denominator actually is an adoptive parent because I've thought about this and I don't think it is just about being a gay parent. I think mm. the whole adoption thing is, 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 a diff- is, is very different. Mm. Um, but no, the, the, there was Adoption UK um, website, so they've got like a message board. So I went on there and, there's, and, and BAF and, and I read their stuff. But I actually wanted kind of um, real support and I think blogs are a great way of doing that, of, of sharing experiences. And especially if they're honest and real blogs, um, then you can turn around and say, I'm not the only one. And one thing uh, that I did find quite hard was after Biff was placed, um, I found that quite difficult. Mm. And that's not really talked about. A lot of people talk about postnatal depression, uh, but there's a lot that needs to be said about post-adoption blues, I think. Because uh, although there's no physiological or chemical or biological reasons why you'd have it... Um, I certainly suffered from it and mm. I now know that an awful lot of adopters do because you go to this massive plateau of wanting a baby and then you're placed with a baby or a child um, and, and then you realise it's really difficult and you've got a bond, you know. Yeah. And, you, and, and actually, ultimately, initially, you're looking after somebody else's child mm. and, and to get over those feelings and for the child to trust you and for you to trust the kid and, and to kind of... Um, uh, to get to know one another isn't isn't an overnight thing at all mm-hmm. uh, and then you've got a social worker breathing down your neck all the expectation of your friends and family that everything's going to be fine now uh, and then very little in terms of I didn't have anyway um, support network um, it's, it's quite a lot it's quite a tall order mm. I think if you could talk to yourself sort of then now as it were would you say to yourself it's all going to be all right did you know it was going to be all right and it I didn't just take know time and now I was and I was really disappointed in myself because I was like I wanted this for so long and mm. and you know Vicky had, had been kind of you know you've wanted this for so long and there's this kind of why am I feeling miserable I shouldn't be feeling this and an awful lot of like self-flagellation about mm. about it um but what if you ask what, what would I do differently? I think I would um, say to myself, go out and do the things that you really enjoy doing. Because I did an awful lot of the going out to groups that I think would would be beneficial for Biff, like the mm. Diddy dancing. Yeah, awful names. Oh, I, I, I went there once, and I was like, this this all smells like we. I want to go home. No, it was awful. <laughs> Diddy dancing and and and, and, and oh, I, it, oh, the, we singing and sign. Did you ever do no, sign? Oh, no, like, absolutely. I was making some signs by the end. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, what I should have been doing should have been in the pub with us. Absolutely, dancing with us. Are you allowed two points now? Is that what you're allowed in your Wetherspoons? I think there's an there's a, a amount that you're allowed to drink, isn't there, as a family? Isn't there is a there? two drink rule in Wetherspoons? Oh, is there? I think is so, there? Yeah. If what? there is, I've broken it, my friend. <laughs> I have it's broken it. Two points and you're out when you've got you're, kids. Ellie's back now that she's coughed it out. She's, yeah, I'm she's back, back, in, back the, in the game. Back in the game. <laughs> so what are things like now? Do you feel, you know... Sort Brilliant. Of, you know what you're doing? Because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. Please help me. Please help me. <laughs> Two boys. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they say they say girls wreck your 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 heart and boys wreck your home. Oh, I would say that adage is probably very true. <laughs> Considering I just found today, this is the nicest Ellie's house will ever look. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I, found, I found today pictures of Fireman Sam on my leather sofa in ink. Oh, oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's an effort. That yeah, thank you, Buster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm very happy now. One of the reasons why I'm so happy is because um, throughout 
the adoption process, a, uh, a, a support group was set up mm-hmm. uh, by a good friend of mine now, um, Andy, uh, called New Family Social. And that completely transformed our lives, I have to mm-hmm. say. Because uh, there wasn't any support, there wasn't anybody to talk to uh, prior to New Family Social. Um, but Andy set it up uh, as a gay guy and he didn't at that point have any children. Uh, he was just going through the process. And he set it up for support, kind of social support and for um, advice and for socialising. Mm. Um, and as a result of new, um, NFS, New Family Social, um, our support network is now massive and we've now got too many friends and too many families to hang out with <laughs> and um, overburdened <laughs> with play dates. Uh, it's fantastic, actually. Oh, and and what is also good is as um, as a an old hand adopter, I can now pass on my sage-like advice to people who are new to the process. So what are your sort of top tips then when, you know, people come and say, oh, I'm thinking of doing this or I'm... Top tips. Yeah. Um, top tips uh, that you both need to be uh, on board. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really great if one of you is like, mm, uh, I'd say. Um, my other top tips would be uh, get as much... Um, information and advice as you can um, so um, through um, New Family Social or through uh, looking at uh, Adoption UK or BAF and and through reading as well reading as many books as you possibly and what's can BAF? Uh, uh, that's sorry that stands for the British Association of Adopters and Foster Carers okay so that would be my advice and uh, yeah read as much as possible and and, and actually do it because I think it's a fantastic experience mm-hmm. and ultimately you're giving children who've had bit of a negative experience um or would potentially not actually had the the care that they deserved you're giving them a chance and i think it's great i i think it's and also there's no upward um age limit to adoption mm. uh so uh, for older fa- uh, families who've got uh children already mm. who are thinking well you know we're too old to actually procreate <laughs> Whatever don't it want is. to have sex whatever then. it is you heterosexuals <laughs> do um, <laughs> cut a hole in a sheet <laughs> like I say yeah, off we go very drunk twice a year drunk really get a bursary put on a wig birthdays and Christmas and anniversaries right well that Turn doesn't the work. Off. No, I, I think it's a great opportunity, and there's mm. an awful lot of children in care, a lot of children who would benefit from um, being in a, a, a loving household. And I think mm. do it would be my. Advice. That is very good advice. I that like that advice yeah. a lot. Excellent. Very good. Good. Yeah, that was like that was like proper useful information. I know. <laughs> I think we should play a stupid game. Just, right. to, just to be balanced it out. Get too I know. Useful Caroline said, said something really beautiful, and now I'm just going to take it to the other end. You're going to take us on a musical journey, Helen. <laughs> I am. I, I am. Love it when you do that. Um, now, um, so I, I like a game in mm. the podcast, Carolyn, um, and and <clears> because you and Ellie have both got two boys, I thought I'd do a musical game focused on boys. So it's called "Boy, I Love That Song." <laughs> Lovely, yes. <Yeah. laughs> Boy in capitals, the rest in normal. Um, so <laughs> anyway, almost so it is over the times. <laughs> that's her favourite fun (laughs) so I'm going to play some songs on my roll out piano and you have to guess guess them the title where did I put my book shut up shut up there we are there we go ready yes 
Ready? Oh, no, here yes, we go. Yes, I'm ready. Okay, ready? Still ready. Not a clue. <laughs> that wasn't even music. <laughs> was. Again, ready. Boys, boys, boys by Gloria Estefan, the Miami Sound Machine. No, no, no. That was the only song I could think of with the word boys in the it title. It was American Boy by Kanye and Estelle. Of course it was. <laughs> in your head <laughs> it was. Yeah, that's how that's a This is what you played. That's the sound that I just heard. All right, all right. I thought it was yes. chopsticks. No. <laughs> all right. All right. Another? Ready? <laughs> no. Just want it to stop. <laughs> Just. Again, ready? No. Drop the boy, drop, drop the, the boy. boy. I did. Oh, I did. All right. Ross big in Australia. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, massive. Ready? How shocking. This is an advanced one. Ready? (laughs) (laughs) Helen, can you handle this? Beyonce. I've worked really hard on this game. Ready? Okay, just turn the lid. Ready? The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. No, again, again. <laughs> I know what girls like. I know what boys this want. No. I know what girls like. And it's not this. <laughs> it's not this. It's by the waitresses. Of course. Anyway, never mind. Never okay. Bit. Sorry. Please, uh, can we stop now? <laughs> don't you want me to do bad boys, bad boys? What you gonna do? Not really. No. <laughs> Boogie woogie boogie boil. Okay, so that was that game. Thank you, that was lovely. What a success. Great. I enjoyed it very much for all the wrong reasons. Let's talk about Carolyn's book, shall we? I'd love to. I'll I'll roll up the piano. All right, good, good. Roll up the piano. Roll up the piano again. It's time now for book chat. Book chat. So, Carolyn, you've written a book. I have. God, how long does that take? It's <laughs> like a lot of effort. How long does that take from go to woe? Um, from go to woe, um, <laughs> probably about a year to get out. Wow. Because I had to um, uh, talk to a lot of people in order to get it out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, most notably the illustrator, <laughs> who actually did a sterling job. Sophie Humphries, thank you very much. So it's called Two Dads. It's called Two Dads. It's based on two um, lovely fellas who live um, just around the, the, the corner, actually. And I, um, I was also a bit bored with seeing very earnest books about uh, same-sex couples and uh, an awful lot of books produced by um, adoption agencies uh, talking about same-sex adoption in a very uh, kind of dry, boring way about uh, social workers coming round and... And it all been a bit heavy and boring. And I just wanted a very normal book that was fun, that reflected the kind of uh, dads that we were hanging out with. Uh, and I've also written two mums as well, which will be out soon. Oh, so, um, that's, so that's the sequel. I was thinking, is the sequel going to be three dads? You know, <laughs> let's just take this to the next one. We could, couldn't we? <laughs> and the feedback from the book so far has been very positive in that a lot of people have said, actually, it really reflects our lives and the reality of our lives. And it isn't... Um, an earnest plug for adoption. Mm. It's just fun. 
Mm. Oh, and so you've put it out there. It's available on on Amazon. Amazon currently, currently soon to be, be available elsewhere in all minor bookshops in the area. <laughs> all was struggling that, independence. Was that, also, as I've greased their palms. <laughs> yeah, no, it will be in all in, in all bookshops. I'm sure soon. But I'd also like it to be in schools. And I've got a lot of friends who've um, picked the book up and said actually it should be in schools mm. uh, as well because. Um, there are uh, an awful lot of LGBT families and irrespective of whether you're adopted or not the fact that it's a book about two dads uh, is great probably the best review I read was um, uh, one couple said that the little boy has read it and he he wants to read it every night and they said it was a a really fair reflection of what life is like for them and uh, and that's what I wanted it to be just we're kind of of quite normal really yeah Yeah. Yeah. um, none of us have ten heads or no uh, (laughs) Well, well, you do shit sparkles. <laughs> yes, no, we've all yeah. got our talents. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, look, dear list, I've just eaten some nuts and then I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's fresh. That's the way Jenny Murray does it. Um, <laughs> keeps my marriage alive. Um, but <laughs> um, but yes, I met her two hours the other day. You know what's what? What I met Jenny Murray's two hours the other day. Is wow. that a euphemism? <laughs> yeah. No, it does not. Where do you hang out? <laughs> Dulwich, <laughs> in Dulwich Park. I'm, I'm, <laughs> how, did, wait, wait. how did you know that they were Jenny Murray's? Because, <laughs> because the because, dog walked. Because yeah. their glasses were half down their noses. <laughs> did she make them wear little dog t shirts with her face on? <laughs> no, no. So, and I overheard the dog handler say. I've got Jenny Murray's dogs to the person, the, uh, the other dog handler, <laughs> who happens to be a friend of mine. Oh, well, wow. Yeah. And then along came Fee Glover's Great Day. <laughs> <laughs> and you're at a party. <laughs> Jane Garvey's massive German Shepherd turned up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oh, dear. Excellent. Oh, okay. well, I tell you what, Helen, what have we done? I think we've cracked that nut, Ellie. I think we have cracked that nut. Very exciting. Excellent, excellent. So buy the book, Two Dads. Not my two dads. No. Two Dads. Two yeah. Dads by, by Carolyn, Carolyn R- Robertson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have, dear listener, come to this part of the show, which I like to call Scummy Mummy Confessions. Oh, you like to call it that, do you? <laughs> Uh-huh. Yes, I do as well. What a coincidence! So, so I I went home for Christmas to Australia, um, and my dear darling six year old had travel sickness the entire oh. way. Ouch! And so, so we left good good old Forest Hill at about five thirty in the morning, and she was so excited she hadn't slept much. Um, and for breakfast, she had a cup of milk and a cup of juice. Oh <laughs> no, no, no toast, nothing to kind of lie in the stomach. No. Anyway, so we're 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 hurtling through the back streets of Peckham and she's like, I feel sick, I feel sick. We're like, just hold on, hold on. And we got to the King's Road of oh. all places and she just threw up in the cab Ooh. all over herself. Oh. Sprayed in Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, so I was like, stop it! This is like covered in chunks. And then, so there was a pret that was open at that early doors. And I rush her down, down the stairs. And I just took off the onesie, the knickers and the vest and oh, threw it all mate. in the bin. Because I thought, no. I'm not taking vomit soaked clothes on a 24 hour, hour flight to Australia. And so I dressed her, wiped her down. We all we all got the hand sanitizer out. Oh, oh. So gross. <laughs> it's so filthy. And then she proceeded to vomit the entire twenty four hour flight, like blah 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 blah. And then we got to Singapore and I said, just have some lemonade. And oh. then she just like we were going through security, she was this vomiting. Oh poor, 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 poor little darling. And then we got to Australia and she was fine. But it was oh. just and then and then we did it in reverse. <gasps> and so it just before we got back. And then just vomited three times in the cab going from 
Heathrow Ouch. to home. And I was like, we're not doing that flight again for a very long time. Oh, That's very Yeah, bad. so yeah, that, 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 I thought that was quite scummy. Absolutely. How about everyone else? Uh, well, my scummy worry confession is that um, yesterday I took Charlie to Sainsbury's. That's exciting in itself. Yes. Um, yeah. So I said, look, if you, we're going to be a long time in the supermarket. We're going to put you in the trolley. But if you behave afterwards, I will take you to McDonald's. Ah. Oh, so that was all happy fine. Happy times. All good. So then, like, we're walking, like, through the car park. Mm. And he starts going very da- very loudly. Mummy! Mummy! When we go to McDonald's, are we going to go in McDonald's or are we going to drive through? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, we're going we're gonna to drive through McDonald's. And he goes, okay, because usually, Mummy, when we go to McDonald's, we go in usually when we always go to McDonald's. And, like, everyone in the car park is <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I am a scumbag. There, there we, we go. Oh, oh, Carolyn, do you have a confession for us? I have many. Actually. Oh. <laughs> um, when uh, we first adopted Biff, um, we decided to go out for the day. Actually, it was a walk round Blackie and then went to the pub. That was our first trip out with Good Biff. ladies, good. So we got, to, we got to the pub and I said to Vic, what do you want? And she said, oh, I'll have a steak and chips. And I was like, oh, I think I'll have a... Uh, uh, I think I was out of cotton chips and we were sat there ordering and then we looked at, at Biff and we're like what's he having it was eight months <laughs> <laughs> and we realised we couldn't actually order off the menu so then we looked in our baby bag for food and there wasn't any at all there was nothing there was just nappies and, and some wet wipes and so I said well what's he going to eat because <laughs> he was just weaned um, and so uh, Vicky had to disappear and get to the shop just before it shut uh, to get him a jar of Heinz little kid food, baby food stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no I thought you were going to say ketchup. <laughs> no, just spoon fed him. Oh, I didn't know. Salad, salad, salad cream. Salad cream. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> Quite scummy. Our first, our first trip out with our, our new son. That's it, really. Scummy Aww. mummy confessions done. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, just just a reminder: the book is called Two Dads, and it's out now from Amazon. How much did it cost? Uh, I think it's eight ninety nine. And your blog is uh, sparklypoo.com. It is on WordPress. Yes, sparklypoo on WordPress. And uh, yeah, read it and enjoy it. Are you on the Twitter as well, Karen? I do tweet. I do. Um, at Carolyn Adopt. Excellent. Okay. We're on the Twitter. We are. We're at Scummy Mummies. <laughs> Illy. And, oh, <laughs> we are. We're on Facebook. Just look up Scummy Mummies Podcast. You can email us scummymummiespodcast at gmail.com. And our website is scummymummies.com. I think that's it. I think we've covered all the the avenues. Yes, that's it. Well, thank you very much for listening. And uh, until next time, bye-bye. that song <laughs> um boy that's not how that song goes that's not how that song goes really, that's the I'm wrong sorry. key that is the wrong octave it's a game Ellie <laughs> have fun have fun hold up 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.